Welcome to the Chiefs of the North, hosted by Branton Walker. I'm originally from Kansas, currently living in Minnesota, and I'm a diehard Chiefs fan, and that is where Chiefs of the North comes in. On this podcast, we'll talk all sports, mainly NFL, and of course, the Kansas City Chiefs. All right, so on this episode, we're going to talk about the Super Bowl, Super Bowl week, baby, Chiefs, Buccaneers, let's go. All right, so it's been a couple months since I last did an episode on this podcast, but coincidentally, that was week 12 when Kansas City won in Tampa, 27-24, and here we are all this time later. And they're playing again, but this time in the Super Bowl. Are you kidding me? Tom Brady, the GOAT, looking for his seventh championship, which would be more than any other franchise has won all time. Playing in his own backyard, going up against the kid, the baby GOAT, the future GOAT in Mahomes, looking to repeat his champion. It does not get any better than this. I can't wait to talk about it. Super pumped for the game. You know, the main reason I stopped doing this podcast for a while was because around that time, our kids went full distance learning in school. And so I just wanted to focus my time and efforts on being home with them. But now five days out from the biggest game in Chiefs history, we got to talk about it. Let's go. So I want to do a quick rundown of the biggest storyline in each division and then jump into Brady Mahomes. I'm going to start off in the AFC East. And I think this is one of the biggest storylines in a long time. It's New England, not winning the division or making the playoffs for the first time in 12 years. We've all been saying for four or five years that Dynasty's done, but they kept winning and making the Super Bowl. Now it's officially over. Brady leaves, definitely got the better of that divorce. You've got Allen now in that division, one of the best young quarterbacks in the league. The Dolphins have a ton of talent. It's going to take a lot and be a really long time before the Patriots likely get back to the top of that division. But what we just saw in 20 years was one of the most impressive runs in any sport all time and will likely never, ever see it again. In the North, I wanted to talk about Pittsburgh being 11-0 and falling apart, but I think it's Cleveland. Winning their first playoff game since, what, 94 making the playoffs for the first time in about 20 years, but doing so against Pittsburgh, their biggest nemesis on the road, the way they did it. The Browns have a ton of talent. Are they a one-year wonder or can they keep it going? I guess we'll see. In the South, it's got to be Deshaun Watson, one of the best quarterbacks in the league, without question. Just signed a $150-something million deal and has likely played his last snap in Houston. And what's interesting about his deal is the last four quarterbacks to sign over $100 million deals are Wentz, Goff, Mahomes, and Watson. Three of those four are likely going to be on different teams within two years. Now, obviously, Goff was just traded. Watson's done in Houston. Wentz is probably done in Philly. Mahomes isn't going anywhere. So three of those four are likely done right after signing their contracts. Just goes to show how quickly things can change in the NFL and how bad those contracts can backfire. In the West, I thought about talking about Denver and their injuries and how Locke regressed and maybe set that franchise back a little bit. But I think it's the Raiders. Beating Kansas City and putting the NFL on notice week five, almost beating them again. They were 30 seconds away from sweeping Kansas City, but they finished 500 and don't make the playoffs. If you had told me before the season, you'll split with the Raiders and they'll come extremely close to sweeping you, I'd be like, oh man, they're making the playoffs, especially with an extra playoff spot. But the Raiders going to do what the Raiders going to do, and it's great. In the NFC, you had Dak Prescott's injury, which you know hurt Dallas, but seven and nine won that division. Let's hope that that never happens again and we see a 7-9 team not only make the playoffs but host a game. In the South, you know, Tampa Bay, I actually had them finishing 11-5 and and in second place, but I did not think that Brady was going to be able to get them to the Super Bowl. I mean, he just thinks he can switch conferences 
after 20 years of dominance and go to a team that finished below 500 the year before, hasn't made the playoffs in about 14 years, hadn't made the Super Bowl since 02, and get him right back there? Actually, yeah, he, he thought he could do that, and he just did. Unbelievable. It's unbelievable. And I gave up hating on this guy about four or five years ago once it became just clearly evident that he's the GOAT, no question about it. And it's fun to pick on him and say things here and there, but if you really break it down and you're a knowledgeable person, he's the GOAT. And if you deny that, you're a hater and you don't appreciate greatness. I think in the West, you know, Seattle collapsed as well. You know, Metcalf the other day just said teams figured out how to play them. I think it's San Francisco coming off a Super Bowl and all those injuries to the big name guys they had, but some of the best players at that position in the entire league. And if they get healthy and get a quarterback, they're going to be right back in the mix next year. Green Bay, I think in the North, you know, back to back 13 and three seasons, but losing one game from the Super Bowl back-to-back years. I mean, they've made four of the last seven conference championships and haven't won any of them. Rodgers made the Super Bowl, what, 10 years ago? And has not been back. It just goes to show how difficult it is to do so. And it's crazy to think. They've had Favre and Rodgers for almost 30 years, and they've only won two Super Bowls. And they won't strike gold three times. They're going to come into a situation where they realize what it's like to be an average fan or a normal fan when you don't have two of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. And you just wonder, have they blown, you know, Rodgers' last chance or his best chance to get back to the Super Bowl? And I know they'd love nothing more than add another championship to his legacy. I just don't know if it's going to happen. Now let's talk about this game. And the Chiefs seemed vulnerable coming in, right? I mean, in the regular season, they had won eight straight games by six or less points. I don't think that's actually ever happened in the history of football. So you can look at that a couple ways. Well, they're not as good as people thought they are, or as people thought they were, and they're barely beating teams. But there's something to be said about a team that wins that many games by that few points. Their clutch is what they are. They know how to figure it out. They trust Mahomes. They trust Reed. They trust each other. I just said they won eight straight games by six or less points. But then the media and a lot of people got on Buffalo's bandwagon. The Chiefs are vulnerable. They're not playing well. You cannot just flip the switch. Uh, Yeah, you can. If you're Kansas City, you apparently can because that's just what they did. They almost lose to Cleveland. Mahomes goes out midway through the third quarter, and that was terrifying. And then the Browns controlled the fourth quarter. The momentum completely shifted. But the cojones on Reed to go for that on fourth and inches at the 50-yard line, shotgun with a backup quarterback is unbelievable. Mahomes comes back, and they just throttle Buffalo. Now, I didn't think the Bills matched up very well with Kansas City. I was more worried about Cleveland as a team than I was Buffalo. But the Bills game was to go to the Super Bowl, so the stakes were much higher. Then you've got Tampa Bay. They were struggling. No offseason, new system, new coach, new players, all that stuff. Brady struggled early on, but they just figured it out, and here they are. And to beat Breeze, who's a shell of himself, to beat Rodgers on the road, I mean, it's unbelievable. And they've got a ton of talent on both sides of the ball. So it's, it's an interesting matchup. It's a scary game because it's Brady. It's the Super Bowl. One game. One game, and you got number 12 on the other side. That's not a fun thought. In the regular season, Brady was completing almost 66% of his passes. That's down to 55% in the three playoff games. So he's not playing well in the playoffs, but they've won. Something surprising that most people probably don't know about Kansas City is they have a top 10 scoring D. You know, people talk about the offense and think the defense isn't very good. They have a top 10 scoring D, but they gave up the fewest receptions to wide receivers last year and this year on throws 10 plus yards downfield. So if you're throwing the ball more than 10 yards downfield, they give up the lowest completion percentage in the league at 41%. 
They have the best interception to TD ratio. They've only given up 10 touchdowns while intercepting it 15 times. And the passer rating is the lowest at 63.3%. So when teams throw the ball 10 yards or more downfield, the Chiefs have the best defense in those categories in the entire league. And they're a top 10 scoring D. So the offense gets all the credit, but their defense is really good and underrated. The one thing they're not good at is getting pressure on the quarterback. That's something they really struggle with. And that's concerning you take play Tom Brady because you do not want to give him time back there to pick you apart, especially with those weapons. So my keys to the game, and this isn't like rocket science by any means, if the Chiefs can just get a little pressure on Brady, they don't need to pressure him all game, just get a little pressure on Brady. I mean, you saw in the third quarter against the Packers when he threw those three interceptions, those were desperation throws and they were horrible. So get pressure on him and he's going to eventually make a mistake, throw a pick, have some errant throws. But the bigger concern, and I think what's going to determine the game is the Chiefs O-line holding up. They've lost five linemen this year. They just lost their left tackle, Mahomes blindside in, in Fisher. Their best right tackle, Swartz, isn't coming back. They just got to hold up for 60 minutes. Just give us one more game. Give us 60 minutes. But that's a big concern. Now, Mahomes is great at improvising. He's great on the run, out of the pocket. And the Chiefs line, honestly, hasn't been that good at all this year. They were average last year, and they've been worse this year. And the injuries obviously factor in, but can they hold up for one more game? I think the Chiefs offensive line is the biggest concern as a Chiefs fan and is the key to the game. So if they can hold up, I mean, listen, Pierre and Barrett are going to get pressure. But if they can hold up for the most part and get a little bit of pressure on Brady, I think they're going to win. You know, it's going to be really difficult for the Bucks to contain all the Chiefs weapons. And if you're giving Mahomes time, it's probably game over. Now, my prediction for the game is 34-26 Kansas City. And I think Mahomes wins his second Super Bowl MVP. But I'm nervous. I mean, I want this repeat so bad. I've had some buddies and people say, listen, you just saw your team win it last year. It's not a big deal if they lose. No, 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 that's not true at all. I'm greedy. I just told you Rodgers has been there one time and never got back. Marino went his second year and never made it back. Breeze has been one time, never gone back. Favre only made it twice. I mean, Mahomes has a chance to do something so rare, and that's win back-to-back championships. But especially in the NFL, it's, it's, it's hard to do because it's one and done. The best team doesn't always win. NFL, hockey, baseball, you have a series. NFL, you don't have that luxury. Mahomes could win two in his first three years starting. Favre has one. Rodgers has one. Breeze has one. Marino doesn't have any. He could tie Elway and Manning. These are some of the greatest quarterbacks of all time, and it goes to show not only how tough it is to win one, but to even get back. And I'm enjoying this goat versus the baby goat talk. It's fun. Tom Brady is the most decorated quarterback of all time, and it's not even close. Regular season, postseason, again, you don't have to like the guy, but you're a hater and you don't appreciate greatness if you're not going to acknowledge he's the goat, because it's really not even a question at this point. But the baby goat, the kid, the future goat, let me tell you something. No quarterback in the history of football, Elway, Manning, Favre, Rodgers, Breeze, doesn't matter, has ever started a career like Mahomes. He started three years now. In his first three years, he has the most touchdown passes, the most passing yards, the best quarterback rating, the lowest interception rate, the most wins, the best win percentage. He's the youngest quarterback to win regular season and Super Bowl MVP, and he's looking to become the youngest quarterback to win two championships. So his trajectory is off to the best start of all time, and he could have the greatest start to a career of any athlete of all time. And is that a Homer thing to say? Go look it up but he's definitely had the greatest start to any quarterback in the history of football. And that's why that talk comes in. Now he started three years. Is he the GOAT? No, he's not the GOAT. You got to do this for a much longer time, but he's off to the best start of all time. And so could he be the GOAT? That discussion is a fair thing to have. 
You know, if it weren't for D Ford a couple years ago in the conference championship, being offside, Brady throws a pick, Chiefs are going to the first Super Bowl in 50 years. Penalty, New England ends up winning in overtime, blah, 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 blah. The Chiefs will be playing in their third Super Bowl, likely going for a three-peat. So have I let that go? Yeah, a little bit. But the question to me the other day was, are the Chiefs a dynasty if they win? I don't know. I think you got to win more than two in a row. Now, if they win three in a row, three out of four, four out of six, something like that, then yes, they're a dynasty. But again, in the NFL, it's extremely hard to do this. I mean, the last team to repeat was Tom Brady, New England, back in 03, 04. So what, 16 years ago? It is hard in the NFL to get back. It's one and done. One and done is it. Not like the, these other sports when you have multiple chances. Plus, the Chiefs were the king of the hill. It's one thing to try to climb to the top of the mountain, but to get there, take everybody's best shot and get back? I mean, listen, Mahomes is 16-1 and one this year when he starts, and he's won 25 of his last 26 games. So I'm extremely confident that the Chiefs are going to figure this out and hoist up the Lombardi Trophy for the second time in a row. But again, Tom Brady, Super Bowl 43, what he's done is unbelievable. How he rallies those guys, the belief they have in him. I don't know. It's a concern, but are you kidding me? If you had told me before the season, the Chiefs have a chance to repeat and it's against Tom Brady, I would have gladly taken it. Now there's no quarterback I'd rather beat, but there's no quarterback I'd least like to lose to than Tom Brady. So that's my prediction. 34-26 Kansas City. You know, to see them win back-to-back would be the most gratifying thing as a sports fan. You know, it had been 50 years as an organization, 31 years for me watching. It was unbelievable last year. But again, I'm greedy. I want this one so bad. I want this repeat so bad because you just don't know if this is going to happen again. Now he's 25. He's got Reed. He's got Hill. He's got Kelsey. Will they be back? More than likely. But I bet Packer fans thought Rodgers would be back. I bet Saints fans thought Breeze would be back. I bet Dolphins fans thought Marino would get back. It's so hard to do. So while I'm enjoying the moment and it's fun, I also don't want to take for granted this opportunity because it may never come around again. And sports proves that. Injuries, free agency, all that type of stuff. So that's why I want this one from Mahomes so bad. Maybe he'll end with two Super Bowls and that's all he ever has. I'll take that. I'll take that. Just get this one. But then I won't take it because then I want a third, then I want a fourth. But you get what I'm trying to say. Some of the greatest of all time haven't even sniffed a ring, but the ones that have have, have gotten one, you know? So can't wait. It's going to be so much fun. This is unbelievable. It's incredible to see him win it last year for the first time in 50 years, to have my first year doing a podcast. They're back in the Super Bowl again. Have this quarterback that's going to be around for at least 11 more years in Kansas City. What the Chiefs are building is unbelievable, and it would be just incredible to have another year as champions and try to be the first team to ever three-peat. No team has ever three-peated. The closest team to coming to three-peat was San Francisco back in the late 80s when they had won back-to-back, and they lost to the Giants in the conference championship. Marino, not Marino, Montana hurt his back. Roger Craig fumbled it late in the game, and the Giants kicked a field goal as time expired, but that's the closest team to three-peat. So I think if the Chiefs can win this, they'll have a chance. Appreciate you listening. Can't wait for Sunday. It's been awesome. Chiefs Kingdom, let's run it back.